Welcome to Counterintelligence. This is Eric LeVay. Today's guest is political analyst Fred Lemke. Thanks to Patreons Dana Berry, Andre Dunka, William Healy, Angela Jackson, Zacharias Zskor Kaminsky, Sasha Millstone, Craig Pierce, Greg Schneider, and Jason Zimmerman. Fred Lemke, welcome back to Counterintelligence. How you doing? I'm fantastic, Eric. Thanks for having me back. It's great to have you back as one of our resident political analysts who teaches uh, history and politics here in Southern California. Uh, Fred, (laughs) it's been quite a night. I feel like I should even let you just start. Uh, What? So, what exactly did we just watch on TV? Can you (laughs) you tell me that? (laughs) Well, you know, my thoughts are are that I want to wait and see what happens. I don't. I don't. uh, I, I, I. if I'm generous about the whole thing, I think that they really just want to get this right. Um, if I'm skeptical, I think that um, they're scared, maybe, and they made mistakes because of that. I think this might possibly be the last time Iowa is the <laughs> first Does anyone? place for the primary. So. Yeah. So for those listening, this uh, was intended to be the, well, I guess it still is. It's the Iowa caucus show. And uh, it's funny, uh, Jess Coleman, one of my forensic news colleagues, uh, he was going to come, we were going to do a, we had talked a month ago about doing a show and he's like, he's like, well, uh, like the timing wasn't good because I wanted to do it tonight. And he's like, well, you know, let's do it. uh, The results might not be in. And I was like, dude, no, this is the best part, Fred. I'm like, dude, the results will be in in 30 minutes, like every other year. (laughs) <laughs> so, not so, this year so it, it, it's so great as always having you back on so yeah I mean this is yeah. this is just one of those nights that you just don't predict right you, you saw the the, uh, the analysts on uh, cable news scrambling it was interesting <laughs> to see you know they had nothing you know they had a lot yeah. to talk about of course but they, they had no results uh, Steve Kranacki on MSNBC, <laughs> poor guy, he's up there, and they're all looking at him, and, you know, uh, well, we're blaming Steve for this. Of course, they're being sarcastic, yeah. but, uh, you know, it looks messy. It looks messy. But, you know, at the same time, as long as they get this right, I'm happy. You know, I, I, again, it, we, we we all waited for this, the anticipation, um, you know, with you know, the, yeah. the the menace that is in the White House now and all this stuff happening and then for this to happen seems very strange, but at the same time, maybe not completely uh, unpredictable. Yeah, it, it's 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 highly concerning. And, and while we always uh, on this show and any show have to be careful about w- waiting for the facts, it, it's just I think I feel comfortable saying even right now that it's essentially a disaster, uh, no matter whether what exactly happened, and we will find out what happened. But, you know, as, as you already know, and people listening to this show know, compromising integrity uh, can happen. It's already happened. So it doesn't, whether it's been compromised through reasons that have yet to be explained, once confidence is shaken, that's what a lot of people who don't like us want, a lot of hostile foreign powers want. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I don't I don't want to rehash 2016, but there was so much conspiracy going on with the you know talking about rigging it against Bernie for Hillary and all this stuff in the midst. It's it's not a good look, right? You know, I, I again, I, I I want to have you know faith 
in the in the thing, and 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 I still do. But at the same time, it's like you know, to your point, you're shaking the foundations of what people feel is you know equitable. And I mean, I think that's what we want in this thing. And there's already enough people complaining about it, rightfully or not, right? You know, not, you know. But uh, it, it's just not a good book. Right, exactly. Like we said, regardless of, and the attentions will come out. Every good journalist, great journalist, is already all over this, and they're gonna, they will find out what happened. Uh, we will find out what happened at Forensic News as well. But in the meantime, the the confidence has been shaken, and uh, unfortunately, bad actors are gonna are already taking advantage of this, and I've already seen that, and I've even seen some campaign people, uh, people who probably were not gonna win taking advantage of this, which is reprehensible. Yeah, I saw that. I, I watched uh, all the all the speeches afterwards, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it seemed to me that the candidates were all giving their, 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 their we won speech, but then they, they removed <laughs> a few words here and there, which, you know, I can understand. It's like you want to leave a positive thing, you don't know who won. And I just want to make sure I don't go to an area where you do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to jump to conclusions on this because it, it puts me a very simple thing and it gets blown out of proportion. And, uh, like you said, it's a bad, and, and I concurred, it's a bad look, but at the same time, it's like they want to get this right. And sometimes when you're trying to get something so right, you screw it up. Right. No, it's very possible. Bureaucratic incompetence is, is always a, <laughs> It's kind of like that. Yeah. That's a given that that can happen. We already, I think, at this point, I can feel comfortable saying that it looks like they use this app, which they apparently. It's it's just so hard to believe this. This is the first time that they used it, which you know anyone will tell you with any kind of anything. You don't you test something. You don't just deploy it right. during the most important election right. in the country's history, the first right. primary. Right. Um, and there was something else that I, I can't remember because it's late. But there was something else that that they did that was absurd. Well, the, I think I think the, the, there is there is some reporting from the intercepts mm. about uh, who developed the application. Do you, do you oh yeah hear about that? Or? Right. So that so Lee Fang is reporting that first of all the <laughs> apparently the developer of the app is is called Shadow, which I I don't even know what to say about that, and also. Uh, for Scott Stedman here at Forensic News, I think was, I think was the first to report that the the until Fang reported that the app it's it basically it was it was obscure. So and even now I'm not right. sure, and I'm sure by the time this comes out we'll know. But the point is is that this should not be happening. This, this there's no transparency right. here, right, Fred? I mean, well, yeah, that's that's what I read a bit about was the lack of transparency and. Uh, they were saying that it's it's you're you're not going to stop hacking by right. not being transparent, right? And I think that's the point here that you you know that we're, we're all getting at here. It's like transparency is what will help, right? right. Um, they did say you know there's a paper trail with mm-hmm. all the with all the the voting right, right. in the, the caucuses, so we have that. But at the same time, again, we keep I keep going back to this, but it's just a bad look, right? It, it looks, it, it smells of incompetence, right. and that's the last thing we need, given the situation we're in. You know. Yeah, so, and let okay. me just say, like, 
Oh, uh, Fred, were you, did you have a uh, some something to say there as well? No, I, I no, no, I, I'm, I, I, I'm frustrated. Uh, I don't blame <laughs> you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put on a brave face because I realize the implications of all of this, obviously, as you, as do you and your and, and your listeners. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm not concerned. You know. Well, also, Fred, I have some good news because it's a podcast. You don't have to put on uh, any kind of face. Uh, because no one can see you. That's the best. <laughs> that's, that's the right, best. Part. Right. Just on a, another note, I, as someone who's followed politics obviously very closely, I don't know. All these years, I never think that I never thought I actually sat down and really like watched the Iowa caucuses, and I actually never realized how totally insane it is. Like besides what yeah. happened, like forget about what what's going on right now. Like what exactly did I just watch? Is has it always been like this? I know. I guess it yeah, has. Yeah, it has. It started in 72, and then uh, in the 76, I want to say, with Carter, uh, Carter spent a year there, and that's how he came out. That's That, that was his big you know, thing, he's the outsider um, coming into this thing, a Washington outsider, you know, after Watergate and all that stuff. Huh. And uh, they stuck with it. <laughs> it's, but it's crazy, because you, I saw some reporting of the candidates and one of the candidates um, had double digit, uh, you know, had like uh, double the lead of the mm. other, and they still got some delegate, the same delegate count. It was uh, Sanders, Warren, and Buttigieg. Judge. I'm not going to go into who, who was who's winning. I will. It was Sanders. Uh, he had double the the, the, uh. the, the uh, participants, and he got the same amount of delegates. So it's a strange organism. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what about it. It's not Democrat. It's not one one vote, one voice. That's for sure. I also want to say I, I made a mental note, and of course I can't remember his name. But there's a I posted on my Twitter. There's an absolutely superb piece of journalism. It's about what you just said. How the the, the caucus uh, basically it basically it discriminates against anybody who can't like people who are disabled can't access these facilities. Right. Uh, you know, people who are working multiple jobs. I mean, you know what I'm talking about already. But yeah, waiting tables, bartending, night workers, whatever. It's it is outrageous, and what a great piece of yeah. journalism to educate people, even like us who who work in politics. I didn't, I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a it's a sc- <laughs> it's a scandal, man. It, <laughs> it has been the whole time, you know. But the the for Trump. People weren't really paying attention to where they are now, and it was like, oh, well, that's the way they do it. You know, listen, the Democrats and the Republicans. They, well, by the way, the Republicans don't do it that way. They don't. They do Iowa, but they don't do it that way. They oh. have a vote. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they don't do it the way they, they, the Democrats you, do that. That's it. You mean they don't use an Iowa. they don't use an obscure app that was created three days ago in some kid's basement? <laughs> they don't even use a caucus. <laughs> Wait, they don't use they a what? Do the Republicans do not. A caucus. That's not oh, they don't even caucus? The Republicans. Oh, no, really? That's not how they do it. No. So they just vote. They do like, a vote. Okay. Yeah. So. On, on the uh, caucus note, I also want to say that uh, I, I do think that a, a real smart political move from Klobuchar was just coming out and just giving your speech, which immediately. Oh, yeah. That's. So you want to talk about smart politics. That's smart politics. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she came out right away, and then Joe came, and then, then um, I think it was Bernie, and then Warren. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Joe walked. Came right away. I don't know. That was good. 
Joe walked off stage at one point. I'm not sure what was going on there because the camera was a stable, <laughs> still camera. I but that was poor Joe. Listen, yeah. I, I regardless of what people, I love Joe Biden. He's a listen. Oh yeah. Three four years ago, I was like, this guy's great. So I'm not, you know, but I know what you mean. He walked off stage. It was very strange. <laughs> No, yeah, look, it's it's a long it's a long night. It's going to be a lot lot longer night. And uh, look, we all know. Th- <laughs> yeah. Believe me. And then let yeah. me also. So I I caught as much as I could, and then I did have a little bit of a laugh for the. I mean, you you remember as well as I do the um, debacle of two thousand, right? I mean, oh, yeah. right. That's. I mean, how could you not oh, think yeah. of that tonight? I know. I know. Like. <laughs> Is the Supreme Court going to decide who won the Iowa caucus? Is that <laughs> so? When I saw when I saw you know uh, Mayor Pete, basically from what I could tell, from what I saw, kind of declaring that he won. I mean, that's a straight up George W. He Bush. Did. That's the that's the Bush move. That's the <laughs> he Bush did move. Say that he did. But, but I, I, I'm, again, I'm just going to give him. I'm just going to try to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I think. I think that he's going to be second. But I also think that they were given their victory speeches because nobody knew. And I think he kept, but you're right though. He came right out with that. Like, that was right. <laughs> he was just like, hey. well, I don't, we don't have all the victory, but look, we know we're going to get to I'm not criticizing him. I mean, I'm saying that the Bush move won. I like know. that worked, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. True. I mean, everybody, if you, if you weren't around for that, you need to see how they handled it. Al Gore and his lawyer were, were like, you know, we have to handle this like gentlemen, like like Americans. Business and George W. Bush was straight up like, I won, and that was yeah. that's just how it went down. And yeah. if I could add, you can draw a direct line between that moment and to where we are right now, and I think that's very important for you as a, a history teacher. And right, there's something there. Yeah, how do you explain? Go, go into that a little bit, a little bit more. Well, just like. The the as you were talking about the division of how one party treats power and one that just right. doesn't have any shame in their game and the other one, yep. which maybe it's a bet it, it is a good thing to have morals but unfortunately like you said when you bring a knife to a gunfight, yeah. sometimes the results aren't what you expect. Yeah, well, there's a great book I think it's called the Democrats Need to Start Playing Dirty, and I, I hate that I'm at that point, but. The, the the you know to get in a, just a little nugget into the impeachment thing that was a that was a conviction of in Ezra Klein's words a conviction of the uh, United States Senate mm-hmm. it wasn't a conviction of Trump it was a conviction of the Senate that's that's broken impeachment yeah. is is no longer a viable situation unless they make some serious changes and I mean that's the only the only thing that's going to change anything is to make some serious changes in regards to just, you know, the norms that we expected throughout history that Trump has trampled over. Mm. They got to be made laws now. Any uh, final words on uh, the, <laughs> whatever this tonight was with the Iowa caucus? <laughs> well, listen, uh, Eric, uh, again, it's been a pleasure and I, 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 I love doing this show. Anytime you want me to come back, I'll do it. Final words on it. Uh, we're going to find out what happened, uh, I assume, <laughs> if transparency yeah. prevails. And uh, we'll find out who won. Um, I, 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 boy, hopefully this is the last time something like this happens with these guys. It's, you know, maybe they get a mulligan this time. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it, but but, 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 but you, you touched on a little bit, just the last point I want to make on this. You touched on the fact that, um, you know, it's 91% white in the Iowa caucus. Yeah. That makes no sense to me at all to have that as the very first place that you have a, you have a primary election. It's it's not the country you live in, you know. We're not we're not that anymore. Yeah. Um, and so, so I, I really hope that, that that for for many reasons they, this is the last time we have it start in Iowa. I I can't agree more because we already know more than ever that it influences. There's probably people who dropped out of the race because of the way this 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 crazy system we have. Who 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 knows could have been top tier candidates and. Again, go to my Twitter feed at Eric LeVay and read that article by The Guardian reporter, which is so such a good piece of reporting on just how the Iowa caucus literally is a system that discriminates against the less fortunate. And maybe maybe a lot of our voting system does that, but it was it was to a level that I, I was not aware of. Uh, right, right. Well, that's, that's fabulous. Yeah. I would definitely check that out. Otherwise, Fred, it's... Um, Hopefully by the time we do this show in uh, maybe the next uh, three months, the Iowa caucus results will have come in. Hopefully. Let's hope so. I'm in a big prediction. They will have. All right, man. It's been great having you on, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Thank you for listening. Follow Forensic News on Twitter at Forensic Newsnet. Counterintelligence is at IntelPod. My personal account is Eric LeVay. Support Forensic News on Patreon. Subscribe to Counterintelligence everywhere you listen to podcasts. This is Eric LeVay, and this is Counterintelligence.